it's been a while since I've done this, so I'm like a little awkward with it, but I'm back and I got some more episodes coming for y'all. And um, this episode, I'm just going to spend some time um, just catching y'all up on what's been going on with me and I'm going to ramble for a little bit. So, which is, I guess, the whole point of the show. Um, so since taking a break, I have really tapped into my creativity a lot. So I've, I mean, since, well, so I say since COVID, I started embracing like the fact that I write poetry and I mean, I've always been a writer, but I don't think I've really experimented with poetry before until COVID and I've had the time to kind of sit and experiment with things. So, so far I've released two spoken word albums that you can conveniently, um, I, I, you know, I, 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 I would feel ashamed for like plugging this, but I want people to listen to my shit. So I, I've released two spoken word albums that you can conveniently listen to on most streaming platforms. Um, I prefer Spotify because Spotify gives me like immediate feedback from people who listen to it or not. But if you don't have Spotify, there are many other places you can listen to the album at. I just think about this this famous quote from Audre Lorde that poetry is not a luxury. And through embracing poetry as an art form, I have really saved myself from a lot of trauma that I had not, I was, I mean, I've been dealing with it, but in me taking on poetry as a creative tool, I've been able to just let it, let pieces of it out and explore pieces of poetry, like explore pieces of what, like the things that I find traumatic from past relationships, um, like through poetry. And then on the other side, I just really enjoy taking on a character. I mean, I've always been into just portray like uh, portraying a character and was really into theater in high school and, you know, did a few plays, but I never made my break on Broadway. So I guess this is kind of close. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, oh, and then I released a short autobiographical film called Summer 2021. And um, if you had a if you haven't had a chance to look at that, it's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. Just type in my name at Jalen Thompson and you should be able to find it. And um, yeah, really with, again, kind of like with poetry, which this, the summer 2021 really started like this whole spoken word poetry journey that I've been on for a little bit. Um because in a way film is is poetry and so um kind of creating something experimental um in a film format and then taking that and putting that into just straight spoken word poetry it it just kind of fit for me and 
again, like a film is another one of those art forms where, where you can just really reflect on yourself and your life and the world. And I don't know, I have a lot of feelings and I have a lot of thoughts. And as someone that gets paid to think and write, um, I just thought, you know, I should share this with people. And I really want my ideas to be accessible to people. Excuse me. I really want my ideas to be accessible to people because um, a, a problem that I have with academics is that, you know, you might study this thing that this concept or idea or whatever that could be very, very helpful to people. But if you aren't able to, if you aren't able to communicate that to people who aren't like academics too, like if you're only in, engaging with people that are academics, like it really doesn't do much to change the world. Like as thinkers, everyone's a thinker. So as thinkers, we have the power to change the world or change a piece of it or, you know, inspire people. And that's what I really want to do. And I think, I think since I've been embracing my creativity more and not feeling so bogged down with the requirements that I have, um, the requirements of me for graduate school, I have just reached a, a state of peace that I want to um, continue obtaining because I don't know, peace is, is just, it's very, I mean, it's very needed in a very chaotic situation we continue to be in. I'm just going to keep creating and I don't know. Okay. Look, when I got to graduate school, I, I don't know how many times I've said this on this, on this podcast, but it's, it, it continues to be, a defining moment of me kind of like losing a piece of myself when I got to graduate school I thought I had to give up like all of my creative like endeavors and just I thought I had to turn into this scholar or this philosopher or whatever and I mean, it really, it took a pandemic for me to see that I didn't have to do things that I didn't have to do things in the way that my program tells you, you have to do it. And that's been, that's been so rewarding and again, peaceful. Like, I think all anyone needs is just creativity like living in general is creativity but actually putting like putting your putting your thoughts and your feelings into something that isn't something tangible um that is an art form whatever that may be um I don't know. I think it really cures the soul. I think I think that's all we need is just everybody just needs to do something creative like it will make like it probably will solve most of the issues we have in the world most of them most of them i need to update y'all on teaching so yeah i mean it's 
I've been teaching during COVID. Um, I think, I mean, well, last, well, this year is the first year um, that we started back teaching in person. And I, I thought I wouldn't enjoy it as much because I didn't want to be around people, but most of the kids don't show up to class. So it's great. And, you know, the most people I see on the day that I teach is maybe 12 people. It's amazing. And it's, it's so much easier to manage 12 students versus 25. Um, and I, it's, um, I'm, it's, I, I've been, I'm being pushed as a teacher right now because I think one of the biggest things that you have to do as a teacher is relate to your students. And it's, I won't say it's hard to relate to them because we're all, well, we're, we're, we're going through something uh, dramatic right now. But one of, one of the things that you have to do as a teacher is relate to your students. And the way that I relate to them is just to check in with them. Like, we don't, I'm not really interested in the assignments that they have to turn on. I'm interested in how are you making it right now, literally. And it's just right now, it's just me having conversations with them. And the conversations might relate to the course material or they might not. And I right like right now, it's like trying to find a way to get them to see like I, I think the best conversations are them seeing how what like what they are currently doing in terms of what they watch or what they read what they do how that is like historically important like we're living we always live through history but right now is a historical moment and because because a lot of technological changes are happening a lot of social changes are happening and we'll be dealing with these changes um for the rest of our lives um i I just yeah i think one thing that i want my students to be aware of is that and to understand that that their opinions about these things matter i think what I've been seeing um, is that a lot of students are not confident in their thoughts because their thoughts are devalued in other courses. And it's like very common for that to be the case. And I think that I think something that I do to resist the, the, the normal way that most professors are is to just encourage them like encourage their thoughts and idea and encourage their creativity. Like I'm teaching in the cinema studies department. Many of them are creatives and they just have, for some of them, they haven't been encouraged for those things. And I remember when I was in college and like all I, all I ever wanted was a professor to encourage me. I, that's, that's literally all, that's literally all any student needs. And I feel like with the college age group, 
I feel like it's a little bit one, I only spend 50 minutes max with them, which is amazing. And I feel like it's like a little bit easier because it's like it's that like teenage to young adult age. And it's like, you know, you've been through stuff, but you ain't really been through stuff, but you think you've been through stuff. And so it's just like, I don't know, it's just kind of reassuring them. Like you you always just have to reassure them that what they think is is not like I don't not that it's right, but what they think is valid. Cause sometimes what they think is a little problematic. But we we work. We that's when we work with it. But is you know, what you think is valid. That's that's what I that's the way I like to teach. Um, and like I said, all anyone ever needs is encouragement and validation. And that's that's just my teaching style. I will say something very, very like one of my greatest teaching moments happened to me last Friday. I was wearing hoops and another one of my students was wearing hoops and we were talking and I said, I love your hoops. And she said, I love your hoops too. And then the class laughed and I said, we're the hoop game today. And it was just a great moment because again, I felt, I felt validated and seen and that student felt validated and seen. And I don't know, it was, it, it, I, I will label it as one of my greatest teaching moments thus far. The, the validation of hoops in, in the in the university classroom. So when I have students of color, I do like I do show I don't show favoritism per se, but I like to check on them like and I like to like just validate them a little bit more than the white students because the white students don't really need it as much. Um, and so there was one student who she she would always show up to class, but she never spoke. And I never, and I would make all the other students speak because they they need to speak. They need to speak. But with her, I just never asked her to speak because I could understand that she, her, I could just tell by her body language that she was uncomfortable and that she didn't really want to be there. And I totally got that because I didn't really, really, I didn't really want to be there either. And so I just never, like, I just thought, and that's not like, it's like, this is like a learning experience for me. Cause it's like, you know, I can't think that just because the student shows up to class and she doesn't interact, I can't think that that has anything to do with me. It, it could, but it, I mean, these, these, these kids have lives of their own. So she would show the class, she was feeling uncomfortable, but then there would, be, there would be these moments where she would make eye contact with me. Like I would be talking and, you know, trying to kind of recap what, what people were saying, trying to pose new ideas and questions and kind of just like, um, just kind of like summarizing things and pre- presenting new thoughts. And she, there would be moments where she would briefly make eye contact with me. And I was, I was like, I was like, okay, that means she's, she's listening. She's engaged. And 
she showed up to every every class like she didn't have to be there like a lot i i didn't take attendance because i don't believe in attendance if you want to be there you can come if you don't just don't come i don't want to see you if you don't want to be there um and so she would always come she would always come and she would she she would and she engaged in her own way and i think what that student taught me is that Sometimes the small, the small wins are the big wins. Yeah, like, you know, just that eye contact, that was a win because it showed me that she was engaged even despite the fact that she didn't really want to be there. And it, and it meant that something that I was saying clicked with her. Um, so yeah, those are my, those are my two, little uh teaching moments most of, and then much of my teaching um recently is basically um me getting the white boys in my class to talk and they always feel uncomfortable i mean i i show up to class and i look very fabulous i always wear some kind of big earring and um some most of them are fine with it but i can tell some of them are uncomfortable with it and they always show up to class trying to look all macho and shit and i'm always like no I, they, they always want to like sit in the back and not like really engage or anything and i'm just like i want to hear from you you in the back i want to hear i want i want to hear from you tell me something <laughs> and it, it shakes them up and it's so funny but it's like i didn't used to be like that like before covid like i was basically i was scared of my students pretty much because i wasn't comfortable with myself i also was not going to class like i really think what i wore to class had something to do with how i presented myself as a teacher like this not saying that the stuff i was wearing i didn't like but it just wasn't me like it there was some there was some kind of flair missing that i have now and it's like jewelry like especially big hoops give me it just it kind of just gives me that boost of confidence and it just gives me like energy that i need to 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 walk into this classroom that i don't really want to be in and educate these bitches like and before and i think also it's because i've done more growth as myself and that's only filtered in my teaching skills could be also i'm more confident in the things that i know after um going through my exams oh i guess i gotta talk about my exams so the very big exam that i might have spoke about on here i don't know if i have um it like i passed it and it was a really great experience um which which is very very rare to say um but it was a good experience and now i'm just in the process of writing like i'm about to start writing my dissertation i'm going to start calling my dissertation a book because it is going to be a book 
and I don't want to just call it a dissertation and it just be like something I did for school. No, this is like the first stages of a book that I'm writing. So I'm going to refer to my dissertation as a book. So I'm about to start writing a book um, so that I can graduate. And yeah, that's where I'm at. Like I'm I'm nearing the end. Like I like I, I really can't. Well, I can wait because I like I like the time that I have to continue perfecting my my creative craft and the other things that I'm um, interested in. And when I'm not doing school, I'm doing that because the the creative stuff that I do really fuels me. Um, and so, yeah, the and but, but I will say, I mean, the exam studying for my exams was one of the the most stressful things, just in terms of me second guessing myself and just also like being in school right now like it's so stressful um it's very i mean i mean it's just kind of scary like with you know you're worried about family you're worried about friends and everyone's getting sick and the world's getting hotter and volcanoes are erupting and it really sounds like the the apocalypse but hasn't it always sounded like the apocalypse even even though, and I take issue with this, even though there's this push for normalcy and there is no, normalcy because we still got to work, we still got to pay fucking rent, we still got to figure out what to eat and all of that shit. And people got to take care of the kids and loved ones and just, we still, we still, we in the trenches. And there's this push for normalcy this isn't normal time is a time is different in this this pandemic that we're continuing to live under and with with that i just want to encourage people to find ways to steal moments for yourself and explore your creativity. It, it will save you. It has saved me. It has saved, I'm, I'm pretty sure, other creatives and artists of all types. So I just, yeah, I just want to say that, like, now, now would be the time to do it. Because after coronavirus, after the coronavirus era, because it's two years we're into this. Um, after this era, there's no telling when there would be, hopefully there's not another time where we would be in the situation we're in. But in terms of how time is operating right now, I feel like it's slow. I feel like time is, is slowed down, even though there's this push for normal I feel like it's slowed down and I feel like that gives room for some freedom to experiment so go forth create experiment 
and spread love. I guess I'm a hippie now, but spread love. All right, y'all take care.